chatting is tacky So I call up fashion Cause I know she'll do me right If I go somewhere else I'll be there all night This weed game is serious Can't be trusted Get all your info here So you don't look busted That is some flavor to it <laughs> Hello guys Welcome to aboutweave.com Thank you so much for subscribing. And if you have not done so, make sure you tell all of your friends so they can subscribe as well and make sure they get all of this weave knowledge into their heads so they will have amazing hair. I've got my girl here, Desiree. Hello. Uh, And today's topic is going to be about the class that I took about wig making with uh, the famous Tokyo Styles. Tokyo Styles. Tokyo Styles. Who's Tokyo Styles? Tokyo Styles. um, Actually, uh, I want to say he's in his 20s. Very hot upcoming um, hairstylist. He does a lot of celebrities. Um, one most famously known, I'll say, is um, Kylie Jenner. Okay. He's done Karuchi. Um, he's done. Um, he's done a lot of people. Let's just say that. Okay. And I think he's about to do. At the time of the class, he said he was about to do the um, the other Kardashians too, Kim, Chloe, and the rest of them. I feel like if that's your client base, that's probably enough. Those girls go I through so many so. hairstyles and so like so many pieces. But and- I do know from the post that he makes, he does still do his regular clients who are not celebrities. Oh, okay. So, you know, so, so at the, the end of the day, we all need our dollar. The average citizen can get an appointment with. Probably not the average citizen, but maybe if you were in with him before he became Tokyo. Ah. Let's say if his name is Chad, for instance. If you were getting your install done by him when his name was Chad and now Pre- he's still Pre Tokyo. So be involved in getting your hair done. Pre Tokyo. Correct. Pre Tokyo. Um, so basically, what he did um, is he, as most of you guys know, a lot of stylists do these tours where they go around teaching other stylists. Or people who just want to know how to install weaves, how to do wigs, how to do a certain technique. His class was about how to make this wig with a frontal piece. So originally what happened and how I got um, knowledge of the class was a client sent me a, um, a post or tagged me in um, a picture of his on Instagram and said, is this possible? So basically what he was doing was glueless sewn on frontal pieces. Okay. So when she asked me, I said, I don't know if it's possible, but guess what? I will take the class and I will let you know. Okay. So is it possible? Yes, it, it does exist. It is not a unicorn. <laughs> it can happen <laughs> in real life. You can't get a frontal piece put on and not have it glued down or taped down, damaging your edges. So you're saying that in the majority of instances, stylists are using glue or tape in order to make that lace frontal lay flat. Correct. Got it. And he is using a glueless, tapeless technique. Correct. Okay. Now, I cannot tell you what the tape technique is, or I would have to kill you. That's, that's proprietary If you would like to find out, you will have to take his class and spend the $700 like I did. Amen. Well. <laughs> and can I tell you, when I came back from this class, my DM was so full with stylists asking me what he did. Oh, because you put up pictures to let people know you attended the class? Correct. Okay. How was the technique? What did he do? How did he show you? Well, you're going to have to pay the $700 like I did, hun. <laughs> if you would like to know, do you think that I'm going to pay $700 for this class and just give you all of the information for free? Sliding a deal. No. <laughs> so a lot of them I didn't even answer. And then they were replying back again without my answer with a question mark. Like, bitch, didn't I ask you a question? <laughs> <laughs> and that still went unanswered. Oh, it my gosh. Kinda, it was quite funny. That's hilarious. But let me just tell you about the experience of this class. Okay. Where where did you go? Was it here in New York? I actually had to go to the Detroit class because the rest of the classes, by the time I had found found out about it, were sold out. You had to go to the D. So he did have a class in Manhattan. I was mm. not able to go because it was already full. Okay. Now, had I known that if I had showed up with cash, that I probably still would have been able to take this Manhattan class, I would have. 
because people were showing up in Detroit with cash and they were allowing them to enter into the class. Listen, money talks. I'm just a rule follower. Money talks. My kids call me Legal Beagle. <laughs> I follow the rules. Legal Beagle. I ain't trying to break nothing, no rules. You have some rules. I'm going to go by them and that's just going to be it. Right. So I went to Detroit. That's so funny. Which is cool. I had never been to Detroit before. Really? My first time. Never. It's your first time in the Motor City. It is, yeah. Motown. And I bought one of the t-shirts that says Detroit Hustles Harder. It's black and white. It's very cute. I will wear it again. Detroit Hustles Harder? Yeah, it's like a slogan for them. Please, that city's bankrupt. Well. (laughs) Get out of here. (coughs) She's so beautiful and nice, isn't she? (laughs) That's all right. What can we do with her? You guys expect it at this point. Sips tea. (laughs) She's sipping a freaking gallon of ham tea. She's she's on Snapple right now. (laughs) The thick tea. So let me just say about the class. Love the class. Mm. Love the fact that it was run well. Oh, that's great. Matter of fact, we had a couple celebrity guests that showed up. If really? you guys have not seen these pictures that I posted, just go to my Instagram, fashion underscore Hendrix, to see, my personal Instagram, fashion underscore Hendrix, to see the pictures that I posted from the class. Or you can just go straight to his website, Tokyo Styles, and see the amazing work he does, because he does really do a good job. I've seen his Instagram. Crazy enough, a client of mine ordered a wig from him before. Oh, okay. And I don't know if it was pre-Tokyo Styles and back when his name, before his name was Tokyo. I don't know. But she did not like the wig. Really? She said it was ugly. She showed me a picture. It really wasn't that cute. I don't know if it was before this technique that he came up with. His stuff today looks a lot better than that particular wig that she showed me. Was it that the wig wasn't well made or did she just not like the style of the wig? Because those are kind of two um, different things. It looked actually like a little bit um, mature for her. So maybe she just didn't order the right wig. Yeah, because it's one thing it's one thing to receive a wig and then it just not be a good fit for you yeah. versus receiving a wig and you say this is a poor quality wig. The hair is not good quality. It's not made she well. She felt it's not that cut it was well. a poor quality wig as really? far as the way it was made. That's and I said to her, well, possibly because just because it's from his website doesn't mean he made it. That's very true. Because at the class, he did have an assistant there that was constructing the actual piece that he was putting on the stylist while Tokyo was walking around talking to everybody, giving them individual instruction. I see. The assistant was actually finishing the construction of the wigs. Okay. So maybe he possibly did not make that particular wig that she got. I don't know. Tell me who the celebrities were. Well, so the first person that came out was Little Kim. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. So what I liked about it I is... I used to be scared of the... <laughs> I'm just... I'm sorry. <laughs> Now I throw lips at this girl. Take it like a real... No, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. that little Kim. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Not that little Kim from that song. The other one. Wait, the one you, from today. You mean not 1996 Big Correct. Mama Thang, little Kim, right. but current little Kim? Current Kim. I want to hear, I wanna hear current Kim. With Kim with the baby. I want to hear current Kim do Big Mama Thang. That is something I would pay for. She it. does still do that song when she goes on tour. Well, she don't have no other songs to do. She don't have new stuff. Well, she doesn't have new stuff, but she has a catalog of music from 1996 to 2003. Oh. That was the last time she put out an album was in 2003. So, I what love I me did some like Kim. the fact that I was about to that I was looking at little Kim. What was she doing there? I'm about to tell you. Okay. She's so impatient. So, what I liked about it was that I was able to see her in person. Okay? And able to think or like visually see, does she really look like the pictures that they keep posting of her on Instagram or does she look better? Okay? Because the pictures that they post of her on Instagram, she's like got this big overweight pot belly stomach and like visually her face looks very odd right or her makeup is like different 
or whatever. And I'm like, she can't possibly be walking around the streets of New York looking at on a regular everyday basis. Okay. How is this possible? Without, she must not have any friends. But I will say that in person, she looks a lot better than the pictures. A lot better, but... Does she still look like she's had a ton of plastic surgery? Yeah? Absolutely. Is she is she as light as there? She's very light. Okay. She's very light, and she does look like she's had plastic surgery, but she does not look as bad as the photos. Let's I just see. say the bad... The, Let's say at a scale of one to ten, ten is really bad, one is good. Okay, sidebar on a Lil Kim story. Maybe with, did Lil Kim show up in that um in that van that Papers bought, bought her? <laughs> do, do you remember that? Okay, so do, I don't know. So I'm a reality I TV. I took that van back, didn't he? I'm a reality TV aficionado. I saw Lil Kim do her baby shower on David Tutera's show, and David oh, Tutera. Yes. yes, I saw that. Did, that. That was when she was with that rapper named Papers we never heard of, and then she. She had. She came up to the baby shower. Of course, papers presented her with a gift. David Tutera thought it was going to be an engagement ring. Right. Turned it out it was a Sprinter. It was this massive van. David Tutera looked bus. at the. David Tutera looked at the camera and gave palm tree level shade. He was like, he bought her a van. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that hilarious? He, he bought her a van. I watched that episode a few times because it was. I thought uh, that was hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, it was good. But she showed up on time, like she was not doing on that episode. What in the world was this woman doing there? Well, actually, she did not show up on time. That's not true. But she wasn't super late into the class. Okay. So what what she was doing was she showed up to actually learn how to make this wig. Look, him a hairstylist? Yeah. Well, what I was thinking was because she wears these kind of wigs herself, why not learn how to take care of it? Are you telling me... Or install it herself or, you know, it'll probably you, like save her some money. I'm sorry. Are you are you telling me the, the Queen Bee... This is in a, non, is, a very non-shade level that I'm it, telling this story. Is on a <laughs> DIY project for her wigs? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. She wanted to learn how to make them. She did not come there as a model. She came there literally to, for real, for real, learn how to make a wig. So she's sitting in a class with a notebook, a trapper keeper. She's sitting and, in a class with all the same materials we have. Are you kidding me? I promise. For, yeah. For what? She wants to know how to make the wig. Is look him like I don't is she gonna start a wig line? I don't, I don't understand. Maybe. Please let that be the case. I don't know. But if Kim, she does, I don't think anybody's Kim, gonna buy it. Kim, <laughs> Kim. How the mighty have fallen. So, Kim, please don't please do not have been in there now, for your own. She did not stay use. for long. Now she did not stay for long because the hair that the person okay, so somebody sponsored the event. The 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 hair company was called Strands. <laughs> the hair was a little corn chippy. That's a terrible name for a hair company. Strands. Strands, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the logo was cute. That's a terrible name for but a hair company. immediately, as soon as I opened the bag for the for the hair, it smelled like corn chips. But that's a terrible name for a hair company because that's what people say when they're trying to say you're bald. Look at them with them little strands, them well, little strands of that's hair. That's true. Or maybe they're like exquisite strands or luxurious strands. Girl, bye. So, <laughs> little Kim became allergic to the hair. Shut up. And she had to leave. What do you mean became allergic? You know, like, uh, like remember Will Smith in the movie? Hitch? Yes. Her face blew up? I don't think we, we weren't able to see the, the reaction, but she literally left immediately. She was there for about maybe 20 minutes, but once she actually started working with the hair, I'm like that too. If I, when I'm checking and trying to find vendors, I actually try the hair first myself because I need to know what I'm selling to people. So I'm going to wear the hair myself for a couple weeks, a month or so. Before I actually start selling it to other people. Okay, you just said that this class was great. This really better take I'm a left at some you, place. 
what happened during the class, but the class in total was great. How is the class great? You have one of the most classic female rappers of all time showing up to learn how to make her own wigs, which well, is so disconcerting in and of itself. In and fairness, then she gets, nobody really knows when they're going to be allergic to some hair. And she gets she becomes allergic to the hair? I don't think that Tokyo Styles, to be honest with you, knew that it was corn chip hair. Let's now I'm gonna not. say his part of the his part of the um, class was amazing. What did he say when this, Kim had this to go? His hair situation was a little bit crazy. Well, what did he say? When Nobody Kim knew had that to she had to go. It was almost like she left inconspicuously and like slid out the back door or something. Because really? I really didn't even notice when she walked out. To be honest with you, the only reason that I knew that she became allergic to the hair is because we were chilling with Tokyo Styles after the class downstairs at the bar, and he told us what happened. Mind you, during the class, so what we what was supposed to happen is everybody in the class was forty some people was supposed to be making this full wig. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to be literally be walking out of there with this full made wig. A few of the girls that were surrounding were in my area said that they wanted to use the wig that they made to sell it to recoup the money they spent on buying the ticket. Okay. The problem was is that the person who sponsored the event, the hair company, did not give everybody enough hair. Did not give anybody enough hair to make a full wig. Shut up. They literally gave us like half a bundle of hair and it split that half a bundle in, in half and it was like, one fourth, one fourth. <laughs> we had we had we had like maybe two ounces of hair. For a, this bunch of it, <laughs> a bunch of strands. A bunch of strands. A bunch of strands. We literally had about two ounces of hair and a full uh, frontal piece to make the wig. So when people started running out of hair to make the wig, she was telling people to move the hair from the back up to the front to finish the wig. <laughs> and in my opinion, it just wasn't even that serious because I didn't want to take that wig home anyway because it smelled like corn chips and there was nothing that I could do with it. And I definitely wasn't going to give it to anybody else. Right. So I said to one girl next to me who was kind of pissed off because she was really counting on the money that she was going to make. Off the wig. Off this wig by selling it to somebody. I said, you could take my wig and finish your wig with this hair. Like, oh. I don't even want this wig at this point. I that just was very to nice know the of tech- you. I, I wasn't, there was nothing I could do with that hair or that wig. Anyway, I just wanted the technique and I just wanted the knowledge. That wig, bye. So... Like I said, the lady was running out of hair. So everybody was literally like basically demanding more hair. She leaves out shortly for about a half hour. And when she comes back, she has some hair. She went to the beauty supply store. No. Where'd she go? She comes back with hair, but the hair that she came back with had thread in it. And I'm like, did she like go cut her friend's hair out? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding. What do you mean it had thread in it? This is the reason why I'm saying this and telling this story. Like if you ever... um, Sponsor somebody's program. Make sure that sponsorship is just like on point. Wow. Because fashion. if you as a hair company want me to now be an affiliate for your hair and sell my sell your hair to my clients. Yes. I can't trust you now. No. Because in the beginning, in the speech, she says we have plenty of inventory, plenty of stock. But then you don't have enough hair for these people who you're trying to convince to sell your hair. The whole premise of sponsoring something is so that you can take advantage of the marketing and public relations opportunity, but then you have the opportunity and you completely blow it. You had a chance to sell that product and for people to become, you to become their vendor and for them to become your affiliate to your program and you blew it with 44 stylists that could have definitely signed on with your company. That's incredible. You blew it. That's incredible. You blew it because the hair smelled like corn chips you blew it because you didn't have enough hair for us. Because some people are okay with that corn chip smell. Because I didn't see too many people complaining about it. You also blew it when you named your company Strands. <laughs> anyway. But anyways. So, people were running out of hair. Nobody was blaming Tokyo about it, though. I wasn't blaming him. I literally, in my opinion, it was the sponsor. Got it. Like, okay. if you hire a liquor sponsor to come to your party, 
and they don't bring enough liquor for the people that are going to attend. That's so embarrassing. Correct. So it was similar to yeah. that type of a, you know, so embarrassing. thing. So anyway, so little Kim leaves. We don't have enough hair. <laughs> Tokyo's still amazing. Super, super like humble, nice guy. Literally spilled and gave us all his techniques. As I do to people when they come in for a one-on-one, um, a one-on-one um, hair instruction with me. Okay. When somebody comes to my salon and they do a one-on-one session. In my opinion, you've paid enough for me to give you all of my all of my secrets. Okay. And Tokyo Styles was doing that as well. He was giving us the products that he uses, all his techniques. He just was spilling it, and that's what I loved about him because there was no like, like on on my YouTube channel. I'm not going to give everybody on YouTube on my YouTube channel all of my secrets right. because that's free. Only if you came into the salon, I'm going to give you certain techniques that you'll never see me put on a video anywhere ever. Okay. And I felt like that's what he was doing with us, and I appreciated it. Um, now here comes, so two models come, they, he showed us the glue technique. He showed us the glueless technique. He showed us the band technique. So the first two models that came, he did the glueless. I mean, he did the band and he did the, um, regular glue. Okay. The third model that walks in delicious from flavor love. Not delicious. (laughs) Where has delicious been? Delicious walks in with like a nude colored dress on same color as his skin. She looked like she was naked. The dress was very form-fitting. All of her legs and thighs were out. All of her chest was out. I think she had to use the um, the tape from the, the wig double-sided tape to make her area for her breasts stay down. Really? Very nice, though. I don't follow her on Instagram. I only see when people repost stuff of hers. But literally super nice. I mean, why wouldn't she be? Why would she be mean? I don't know. But she's from Detroit. So, I'm amazed that those nice girls are still relevant. Like, even, I mean, not Listen, necessarily relevant. She was but like, kissing Flavor Flav. That was 10 years ago. People still love it. She has parlayed that 15 minutes into a lifetime of I mean, that, that was money. a long she's time ago. She's got a ago. ton of Instagram followers, and she's she's posting and sponsoring a lot. Flavor Flav did Instagram open- will give you a come up. They've opened. Now, get on Instagram and put up some pictures of your titties out there, and then people will follow you, and you'll start making some money. Probably could represent a bra line or something. Desiree. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Notice I've, I've tapped out of the conversation <laughs> at this point. What I was going to say is Flava Flav has opened any number of chicken joints. They have closed. He's been to prison. It's been all Listen, kinds of stuff that's happened. As long as he wears that clock, he is going to be all good. She, that's incredible that she is still around and yeah. we're still talking about yeah. her. But you know what? New York. Remember New York? She's back. She has researched. She's on two reality shows coming up. She has been up. on literally the most reality shows <laughs> ever. I'm like, clearly I didn't do something wrong. She, Clearly, I didn't do something right when I did uh, Jersey Licious. I should have slapped somebody, tricked somebody. <laughs> I should have picked up a bunch of people's products, thrown them things right out Anthony's salon door, and now I would still be on TV today. Let me tell you something. I used to watch Jersey Licious, and no disrespect, but I don't remember you. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. I don't remember you. Well, I was I, the only black person on the show. I don't remember you. What I re- season did you watch? I watched all the seasons. I watched that show when they when it was on it style. It would have been impossible for you to watch my season and not remember me. Fortunately, I don't remember you. Well, but you can go back and watch it. You know, on, you know it's, what? On YouTube, it's on um, iTunes. You know what I do remember? If you come over to my house, we're going to watch the entire season. Tracy and uh, <laughs> I remember Tracy and Olivia. Well, of course. They were the main characters of the show. Yeah, but they were also the ones acting the most out of control and always and popping off. And neither of them are doing anything right now. They're not. But I, but get, I can still remember those broads by name because they were acting a hot mess. Yeah. You, you were supposed well, to you know me now. burn somebody with a curling iron and start a fight. I should have slapped somebody <laughs> with a freaking curling wand and been all in it, right? I should have snatched somebody. I should have snatched. 
Friday night. I'll cut your piece of check later. Right. That's a lot loca. Let me get a Listen, we can, but I kept trying to, with Tracy, I'm like, Tracy, let's just like go in the parking lot and go crazy. Mm-mm. But she didn't want to do it. No, but why did she want to do it with you? She was doing it with Olivia. I don't know. I just told her, I said, just as long as you don't push, pull my weave. No, their beef was real. Olivia and Tracy's beef was definitely real. So she didn't want to fabricate beef. Tracy didn't want to fabricate beef. Well, she was kind of on board a little bit. What you could have <laughs> done, what you could have done is talked about her um, drug dealing uh, fiance and that probably <laughs> would have gotten he was, her I didn't know he was dealing drugs at oh that that's time. right because you were in the earliest yeah. yeah I didn't know that he was doing his thing <laughs> he was doing his thing thing I didn't know yeah I wish I did I would have used it yeah <laughs> anyway I didn't slap enough people so therefore I'm still doing here uh, <laughs> <laughs> back to the class uh, delicious. So delicious comes and delicious is actually the one if you go to Tokyo Styles page delicious is the one that got the glueless um Frontal piece. Okay. Done. Her hair looked amazing. Okay. The technique, awesome. I now do that technique. <laughs> you can go to my website and see the prices. Um, but it was a, a fabulous class. Um, I would say if you are a stylist and you have skills that you think that you should be teaching other people, to definitely go out and start touring. I really don't have the time to tour. I would have to like not do hair in the salon to go do these tours. I will say that he probably made a lot of money because if there was 44 people in the class and each person paid $700, you do the math on that. And he came up, especially if he had eight classes around the country. And he had a couple outside the country. He did something in London and something in Canada. And he also, there's a raise doing the math right now. I am in my head. And he also um, did a repeat class in Atlanta. So 44 people, $700. That's what, 28? It's like over $30,000. But he still had staff to pay. Overhead costs. Let's say the overhead costs were five thousand bucks. And that's high. Probably easy. Probably came up at least one hundred fifty thousand dollars over the the course of the whole tour. Right, correct. Yeah. Oh, and the sponsorship too probably had to pay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. she's so saying we had that to pay money. for the class. No, no, no. She's asking, did Strands pay him to be there? I'm sure Strands. I would. I would think it would be impossible. Just say Picardi does a sponsorship for my party. Right. They would have to pay me for that sponsorship and provide product. Right. 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 Correct. So I'm sure that Strands. So he could have just come up. It could have just been all a come up. Absolutely. If I was him, I would be coming up all over the place. My come up would be like. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? But nobody's buying that here. Yeah, nobody, nobody it. it's quite lucrative when you really think about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe I need to go on tour. Do you want to start setting some stuff up? I mean, the thing is, is the opportunity, you know, you're like, I can't be away from the salon, but the opportunity cost for you going on tour. But, but my point my is, is that the opportunity <laughs> cost of you going on tour is much higher than than you sticking around like in a given day. Let's say let's say in a given day, fashion makes three thousand dollars from here. This is I'm just putting this out there. Right. Because that don't that don't happen. Let's just say three thousand dollars. Nobody knocking me in my head when I leave the salon. But but if you <laughs> if you tour and you have even 30 people in doing a class in a given day, right. you could make twenty thousand dollars. Right. Right. So it would always be worth it for you really to tell your clients to kick rocks. If I was rocks. doing instruction, really would like to start with just a basic sew-in. Because I feel like a lot of people still don't have that technique down to right. be moving on to frontals. A lot of people in that class did not know how to sew in a week. Ah, so they came in there not knowing the basics. I was like, what the hell are you doing here? Are you, like, you didn't skip. It's almost like a driver's license. You don't know how to park, but you're going to buy a Benz. Like, what are you doing? Why are you here? That's you don't funny. even know how to sew. Like, are you just here for the celebrity factor because you wanted to be next to Tokyo? Like, are you serious right now? That's funny. 
But anyway, the class was amazing. I really recommend you guys, if you guys are stylists, and, and if you're not a stylist and you go to a stylist, you can talk to them about this too and make recommendations. Make sure that you say to your stylist, are you, are you um, continuing education? You know, have you been to any classes? This might be something that you would want to ask somebody when you're doing a consultation. Yes. To figure out, do you want to go? Because things change so much. Things are so new. You know what I mean? Nothing stays the same. A weave that I did 20 years ago was not the same weave that I do today. You want your stylist to keep going to classes and continue their education. You're never too old to learn. That's how I feel about doctors. Like, yes, like exactly. you know, sometimes yeah. people love to go to doctors who are extremely experienced, like they've been in the game 30, 40 years. But I actually like to see doctors who've been out of medical school somewhere between eight to 12 years, because I want your experience with right. medicine to have been kind of recent. There's new diseases, new treatments, new techniques, new right. strategies, and I new want everything. You to be up on that. And I want yeah. you to be up on all of that. I don't want you to be that old doctor that t- sends me home with Robitussin. And yeah, I mean, like, you know, like, ma'am, I think you might have polio. <laughs> polio? Like... <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) Guys, make sure that you check out the pictures that I posted about the class on my Instagram. It's fashion underscore Hendrix. Absolutely go to Tokyo Styles page and follow him because he definitely puts up some stuff that is really, really interesting. I love the class. If you guys have any questions about the information that I learned, just don't ask me about the technique. Make sure you comment on the podcast below. My name is Fashion. That's Desiree. And that was La Loca. And we are out. Bye-bye.